Welcome to In Moderation, the show where we give you a moderate dose of info, sarcasm, and we already know we're not approved. And Rob and I just came up with that five minutes ago. Welcome to our first episode, which of course is what is moderation? Because we figured if we we're going to name our podcast after it, we might as well start with our title. Liam, what's moderation to you? For me, something I've talked about on my channel, if you've, anybody's watched it a million times, is 80-20. People always ask me, what, what is that? I see a lot of comments in your, quest, er, in your so, TikToks asking what 80-20 is. So 80-20. So 80-20. 80 per, 80% minimally processed foods. The reason I say minimally processed is because you'll have things like canned beans frozen vegetables all those things are processed but right. most people would look at them and go yeah that's still a whole food so I, that's why i say minimal yeah process. a lot of people don't realize you know if you chop up a chicken that's processing it if you pick Any... a bean that's processing it these are all processed but minimally processed you're looking at things that haven't been modified much Exactly. So there's definitely definitely different definitions of ultra processed. Uh, some people say it's more than five ingredients. People say a bunch of different things. But for my purposes, I'm going to say 80% minimally processed. Right now, people will ask me like 80% what? 80% of your plate, 80% by weight, 80% of your calories. And, you know, you could honestly probably go by any of those unless you were doing some really weird diet, like nothing but like iceberg lettuce and Reese's cups. And if you did that by weight, it'd be a really weird, you get a lot of calories from Reese's cups yeah, that, and not a lot of calories from lettuce. That would be pretty so, weird. It would be a little weird, still a tasty diet. Um, so, <laughs> so for me, I would say 80% of your calories from minimally processed foods. So, you know, people say, oh, I have to track my calories. I'm like, no, not really. But I think all of us, we can look at our day and we can be like, okay, I had this for breakfast. I had this as a snack. And yeah. you want to just try and get to around that number. A lot of people aren't going to even be able to get to 80% because they live in, I don't know, a dorm or something. Like I get all the time. I live in a college dorm. And I just don't have much access. So just do the best you can is what I would say to get yeah. to that 80%. When we give you numbers, they're just things to aim for you don't have to be exact with them Ex exactly everything in moderation <laughs> even moderation there you go <laughs> so 20 percent, you know anything else you want and so many people get caught up in you know this or that just it's it's literally it, it could be more minimally processed food it could be all whole foods it could be nothing but twix if that is your favorite thing well like that reese's ice cream boy that stuff i got that recently is so good easily 10 <laughs> out of 10 and so you I'm know gonna have to keep be... an eye out for it oh so you canada will never get it but oh of course it's not. really <laughs> it's we never get anything here <laughs> you haven't even gotten any other flavors of mountain dew let alone reese's ice cream <laughs> So, you know, 20%, just whatever you enjoy. And I think, that, you know, if you can follow at least close to that most of the time, you will do quite well. <laughs> so the whole idea behind 80-20 is to not have too much of anything. It's to have a wide variety base for your diet. Yeah, by having a wide variety, we avoid toxicity issues with any given thing. And that's one way we can measure moderation is 
the level of which something becomes toxic to you, that is excess right there. And that's going to vary from thing to thing, of course. We look at things like oxygen and water are, are things that we need to survive. We can intake quite a bit of them, but even in high levels, they become toxic to us. You see that on social media all the time. We need salt. We need cholesterol. Exactly. So more is good, but except for when it's not. And so by keeping variety in our diet, we help to keep the amount of any given single thing lower so that we avoid that toxicity. And when we look at toxicity in food, we're typically looking at chronic toxicity, which is the amount that is built up over time. So your daily consumption habits, you eating something over and over again. And again, so with things like the 80-20 diet, you are spreading out what you are eating. You're not consuming too much of a single thing, especially when it comes to highly processed foods. Because we see all the time too much of anything can be bad. Even things we all see as good. Exercise. If you exercise hours and hours every day, that would be not good for your health. Yep. But it's still important to allow yourself to incorporate those foods that you love and enjoy. We often leave out mental health, especially in the social media space. We constantly talk about physical health and we can try and sell you all the supplements to cure that. <laughs> yep. But boy, we really need to be able to focus a little bit on how to just stay mentally sane. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I, I always tell my clients, particularly when they're counting calories, which by the way, you do not have to count calories. Absolutely it is a not. tool that you can use, but I always tell them allot themselves 200 calories for whatever it is they want. And I say 200 calories because that's a chocolate bar. That's a small bag of chips. They're, they're usually around 200 calories. And it's just take that and eat something that makes you smile. And most people are eating around 2,000 calories. Oh, no. You took 200 calories. You took 10% of your diet and you enjoyed yourself. What a terrible person you're being. Enjoy your life. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, there was the percentage difference there where Liam says 80-20, and I was just saying 10% roughly right there. But that was just a do this. Don't even question it. Just go and do this. It, it wasn't giving them a percentage. It was me saying, let yourself do this. Let yourself experience joy. What a weird concept you never hear from social media. Right? <laughs> <laughs> It's no wonder people on social media are getting grumpy and picking My fights goodness. on comments. If I had to take 24 supplements a day and I never got to eat any of the uber delicious foods like chips, unless it was cooked in a specific type of oil, I'd be a little grumpy too. There was a video I saw today, somebody taking 111 pills every day yeah. because he's trying to maximize his life expectancy. I did a video on him as well that, you know, I I don't want to, if that's what it takes for me to live to whatever age he is trying to live to, I will bow out. I will just instead <laughs> enjoy my life. He's too busy trying to maximize his life. He's forgetting to live it. Exactly. You got to live your life a little bit. Uh, it's just, it's too much. It's people get too caught up. Yeah. So instead of taking all those supplements, Liam, how would you approach going to a grocery store and purchasing food for all this? 
Oh, I'm so glad you asked that. Well, the (laughs) first thing you're going to want to do when you go to the store, best advice I ever heard, is do as much shopping as you can at the ends of the grocery store. You go to the produce. Agreed. You go to the frozen section. People leave the frozen section out too much. Frozen food is perfectly good. Not only that, but it's frozen after it's picked. So sometimes, you know, depending on what season, if you can't get any seasonal food, it might even be more nutritious or at the very least the same. And it's often cheaper and it lasts longer because I don't know about you, but like there's definitely probably some broccoli in the back of my fridge right now that's like moldy or something that you forget about. Yeah, I much prefer to buy frozen because I'm not going to sit there and eat this entire thing of fresh stuff before it goes bad on my own. Absolutely not. So you grab your frozen stuff, you keep it in the freezer. It lasts basically infinity. So then, you know, you can get, you know, all the other things like nuts, seeds, all that stuff. And then once you've done that, then you go to, you know, the center of the grocery aisle and you, you pick out. Now, although you do kind of want your frozen stuff late. I'm not going to lie about that because, you know, you get the frozen stuff early and then you walk around for a while and it starts thawing out. And it's like, mm, <laughs> this was a bad decision. By the time I got it home, it was not good. Okay, fine. You can go to the middle section before you go to the frozen aisle and pick out all your, you know, frozen ice cream, all that stuff. Go up and down the frozen aisle. <laughs> just kind of eyeball what you want. Get an idea of what you want and then come back for it. Absolutely. And one thing I recommend is when you go to the center aisle, if you can... Buy all that stuff in the 20% category in individual packages. I've talked about this a lot on my videos, I know. But just having those individual packets where you take it and you open it and then Absolutely. you eat it, you consume it, and then it's it's oh, it's oh gone. It's over. It's no longer there. Absolutely. You want to avoid buying your highly processed stuff in bulk if you can. My or at the very goodness. least, if you do buy in bulk... Take some of that and put it somewhere that's not accessible or not easily accessible, I should say, so that you have to go and get it. It's not right there at your fingertips. I'm telling you this, like if you listen to nothing else, guys, just listen to this. Take it, put it in small packages and put it somewhere further than where your, you know, 80% stuff is. Right. So for me, I have everything in my basement. If you got on my basement and that's all you saw, you'd be like, wow, this guy must weigh a thousand pounds because it is just full of all sorts of different, you know, ultra processed foods. But I have everything in like individual packages. So when I'm hungry and I want a snack like that, I go get it. I come back. I eat it. I play my game. I watch TV. I usually respond to angry comments on my TikTok, those sorts of things. And then I eat it and it's gone. And if I want another one, I will go back down to the basement and get it. But often my lazy butt won't do that. I will just stay here instead or I'll go to the kitchen and grab a piece of fruit or whatever else I have. Yeah, putting things on another floor entirely makes a difference. As well as the order that you put things into your fridge or your closet or something. If you are putting like the processed food in front of the fruit or whatever in your fridge, you're going to see the processed food first. Make sure that when you open your fridge, the first thing you see are those low calorie dense whole foods. Because we are simple creatures. And I'm telling you, if you go to your kitchen and the first thing you see are Twix and chips, you are most likely to grab one of those. So I'm telling you, just, you know, whatever you, uh, uh, fruits, nuts, 
seeds, uh, anything. It, it really doesn't matter. Put all those things just where you see them more and you're going to be more likely to get those instead of something in that 20% category. Yep. So by all means, you can buy those processed foods. Just try to limit the amount you're buying so that you limit the amount that's in your house. When you have it in your house, put it out of sight so that you have to actively think about it. You have to actively go get it. Put all the, all the whole foods in your site so that those are the things you beeline towards. You'd be amazed. I literally forget. I'm like, I'm, I, I, listen, I'm dumb. I like, oh yeah, I have like Fritos like in my basement. Like, let me go get one of those. But I have to actively remember that or I won't. And I'll end up just grabbing, you know, whatever else is easy. Usually peanuts, usually those Costco peanuts, man, I've been going through those like crazy. And yes, they're high in calories, but I'm telling you people give peanuts a bad name. Well, like using peanuts as an example, if we eat whole peanuts versus peanut butter, we actually absorb less of the calories from the whole peanuts. I've seen that with almonds. It's something crazy. I would have to look it up, but it's something like 20% of the calories from almonds you don't even absorb. You actually don't take in. It's, yeah, it's amazing. So just eating foods just in their, their whole form, like who's, anybody who's eaten corn knows this. <laughs> next day you will find out <laughs> that no i did not absorb all the calories from corn so yeah just simply just putting those whole foods out it will just it it really will make a difference and this is it's something small but we just overlook it so often indeed yep another thing we overlook very often is when do most of us do our snacking i'll tell you when i do my snacking it's later at night when you're watching tv Absolutely. and you grab the family size bag of doritos the yeah, sweet thai chili bed and you just grab all your snacks and you throw on the tv or <laughs> and you forget and you forget your way through a thousand calories yep so having a little just in your head just think okay a little game plan for those snacks I have late at night. And it could literally be anything. I'm just going to spitball a few things. I like carrots and like hummus and celery, um, cottage cheese. You know, I love that. I know everybody else apparently hates it or loves it. It's one of the two with berries or something like that. Just uh, again, nut seeds, whatever. Think of that. Have something you like that you have access to. They're like, okay, I'm feeling snacky. I'm going to go grab popcorn as a perfect one. Oh, popcorn Let me just have amazing. Some, I've got a have, bowl of popcorn oh, right there. Absolutely. I love, you know, you watch a movie, you just, you grab some popcorn that's not, doesn't have a ton of butter and oil and all that stuff added to it. Just make it literally just having that one change yep. can make a huge difference, especially, you know, if you're trying to lose weight, trouble maintaining your weight, that sort of thing. Just having a small game plan for those snacking because a lot of people, they don't overeat during a meal. You know, they have this meal and then it's later on when they're like, I'm feeling a bit heckish. Yeah. Let me go grab every <laughs> ultra processed food I have. And the popcorn example was the exact example that worked for me. That's why I said, I've got popcorn sitting right there. It's 10 o'clock at night. I went and made some yes. popcorn. That is what I'm snacking on before bed. You have a game plan. You know, hey, I get snacky later. I'm going to grab that. And, you know, while I'm watching a movie, playing a game, whatever. Just, it's, it's again, I say it so much. It's a small thing, but just have that. Think about that right now, you know, for later on. It's a small thing, but it's a big change. And it's just one thing. Focus on changing one thing. One thing. 
because so many people they start a new diet and they go okay it's time to throw out everything that has gluten or seed oils or joy and then i'm gonna do 12 13 20 different things then you don't know you don't know if something improved or got worse how are you supposed to know if what you did worked or didn't work exactly so do one thing and you've got your whole life you've got why are you trying to do it yesterday you've got <laughs> decades of time just do one thing oh how long do i do it for i don't know try it for a week try it for two weeks see how you feel and, and not everything you... is going to work for any given person so you may have to try different things you're brought you almost certainly will because yeah, you might try be something and goes this is worse this i did not do well with this at all that's okay guess what there's 10 million more things you could try yeah Speaking of the snacking late at night, th that's why intermittent fasting works for some people is yes. they have a hard limit mm -hmm. of when they have to stop eating. They can't snack late at night. But for some people, that's just going to drive their craving up come morning. And that's mm -hmm. going to end up not working. It's almost like intermittent fasting forces moderation on you in a sort of way, you know, kind of crazy how interesting that works. <laughs> <laughs> and so some people do really well with that, with a cutoff, you know, eat most of your, you know, your food earlier and then you stop by what, 5, 6 p.m. And people say like, oh, I lost weight. Well, a lot of people in that 6 to 10 p.m. is where they get half their calories. So, you know, I, I think, you know, just have it. And that can work absolutely great. You have a large breakfast. You know, what what's the old saying, Rob? You eat like a king for breakfast, something for lunch, and then, a, a, you know, somebody in poverty for dinner. There's an old saying. One of you listening <laughs> will know what the saying is. Put it in the comments. I don't know if we have comments. I don't know if we have comments. Podcasts. We're new to this. You were new to this, but you want to use going to just know yell it at Liam at some, you know, on the street. <laughs> Run up to Liam on the street and just be like, "Hey, Liam, it's this. It's the thing where you eat a lot at breakfast and then slowly, you know, not so much later on. And honestly, you'll probably sleep better because a lot of us eat a lot and then go to sleep, which isn't great for your sleep quality. For some of you, it may even be the flip way around. You may have to have a light breakfast and you may end up eating later at night. Yeah. But you're still focusing on the quality of the food mm -hmm. instead of just snacking. Instead of I'll figure it out later because you know what I'll figure it out later means? I will do it tomorrow. That's what that means. I'm I'll have a handful of chips and I'll think about it later. <laughs> I'll worry about that later. Yeah. All right. Let's say you've got the late night snacking down. Okay. That's okay. done. You've crossed off that one thing. I've you're crossed like, it hey, off. I'm doing better. I want to I I want to do another thing. The thing that I would pick and you could pick anything. But the you thing could. I would pick is what are you what are you eating? What are you bringing with you when you go to work, school, at church, whatever, it doesn't matter because I see that with so many people, you go in and you go, "Well, I'll figure out when I'm there." And oh, what does that yeah. mean? That means I end up with a coke and a bag of chips because I, that's what's at the vending machine or, you know, we order takeout from someplace. Yeah. And you don't even have to start off right off the bat with like, I'm going to meal prep four meals this week and bring it every time. If you can do that, hey, that's awesome. But even just having 
some snacks that you bring with you. You go, okay, um, maybe I can bring like uh, a kind bar, like a fruit and nut bar. Yogurt. Or I can just bring yogurt, a little, you know, pack of nuts. These things, you know, it's something It's just like a little bit of protein, something with fiber. Fruit obviously is great. Dried yeah. fruit. People leave dried fruit all the time. That's awesome. You know, bring your own drink, even with a low calorie drink, whatever that is. And just having that, that snack with you um, can save you when you're at those times when you're at work and you're like, well, Jim brought a dozen donuts and it'd be real bad if I didn't eat four of them. So I think just, just doing that can help out. Yeah. Having a, a premix of Liam's chocolate pudding thing that he's got. That's, that's great right there. I don't know where I, I don't know if I saw that somewhere. I'm assuming I didn't come up with it on my own, but I am so glad to whoever I saw it from <laughs> and I'm assuming stole it. Um, whoever you are, props yeah. to you. I think I was using sugar-free pudding mix for something else, like a different recipe. And I was like, what if I put this into yogurt? I was like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Chocolate fudge, <laughs> sugar-free pudding mix, if you don't know, in your yogurt. And then you just mix it up and you maybe get a little chocolate syrup or whatever sugar free and it's just yeah I, I eat that probably most probably probably most nights it's a great snack just something with protein we say all the time we talk about protein so much because it's very satiating highest yep. thermic effect of food meaning you burn more calories from protein you only absorb what 70 percent of the calories or so from protein and that's another option you can use to focus on for your next step and we're we give you multiple options because again not yes. Every option works for every person. Not but, everyone's going to be able to do a one option. I'm not going to no. be able to do that. I just don't, I can't, I don't have access to it. But another step you can do is focusing on your protein intake. Because so many people, and you know, if you focus on protein, it really doesn't matter with fats and carbs. That really from, it comes down to preference. I love a high carb diet with lots of sweet potatoes, beans, whatever. Oh, I love potatoes. I love potatoes. Do not take but, potatoes away from me. But some people, they, they feel terrible. They do much better on just with avocados and yep. what else do they eat? Salmon? I don't know. Whatever the high fat people eat. I'm not Butter sure. in their coffee? But, oh, God. <laughs> How do people no, do that? I don't know. I did Cheeto <laughs> once and I've never felt worse in my life. So, you know, eat, eat your protein and then literally just decide. Figure out, you know, try a higher carb, try higher fat and just see where you work better try things out. You may fail at some things. That's okay. That's part of the learning process. You're figuring out what works for you. I'm going to say you are going to fail. One of the best things you could probably do is just enjoy the failure. I've had plenty of failure oh, and I too. enjoy oh so much failure. And so I take that failure and I go, okay, what could I do now? to you know for the future if you look again you, i'm sure you've heard you learn more from your failures than you don't learn you don't learn anything from your no. victories you learned it worked and i'm gonna keep doing it people ask me why i know so much it's because i've failed a lot i failed so much and there's nothing wrong with that in fact it, it's very helpful yep and every time you fail you let yourself learn from that and you don't get discouraged so many people go well i failed this one thing i guess it's all out the window now yeah and by taking it step by step you control where that failure happened you can see where it happened you didn't do this big drastic change where you don't know what went wrong and you can pick that one thing and you can be like okay let's try something else yeah and why don't you 
just write a few things down, like write today, tomorrow, whatever. Just get a sheet of paper. It's all crumped up in your room somewhere. I'm sure you can find one. Then you go on it and you write down a few of the things we said, you know, a few more options that you're thinking of. And these are the things I could do. And then pick one of them just and pick then try one. that out. Oh, it didn't work. It was terrible. Okay, so I'm cross. I got my pen. I'm crossing that off right now. I'm trying the next thing. Okay, so guys, we just figured out how we're going to close out episodes about three minutes ago, and we're going to edit all that out. What we're going to do is we're going to set up an email. Yeah, listen, we're all figuring this out. We're learning from our failures. We are learning from our failures right here on the podcast. (laughs) We are going to set up an email in the show notes. in moderation at Rob Lapham. I still trouble pronouncing. You got Rob's it. Last name, you got it. But I'm, we're going with it. We'll put it in the show notes. I what we want you to do is to is to try what we said. Try one thing. It doesn't matter what that is, and then email us one of your failures. Okay, only failures, no successes. Okay, and what you learn from it more than anything. And we want to hear the, what you learned. Oh, what you what you failed. And then what you took away from it and what you learned. And we will read that email. You don't you don't have to use your name or you can tell us if you don't want to use your name. Whatever. Make up something. Doesn't matter. We'll pick up a crazier name, last name than Lapham. And Gee, thanks. We... <laughs> Fisher Lee. Listen, my last name was hyphenated before I changed it. So you know what? It's all terrible. So and then we will read off what your failure and then what you learned from it. So we can all learn because the whole idea behind this podcast is what can we learn <laughs> just a little clap, tiny little little golf clap at the end all i can do is clap <laughs> that, that was applause worthy right there everybody should be applauding right now stand up unless you're in your car <laughs> driving <laughs> you're in the middle of a gym set you just <laughs> drop the weight just, yeah what are you clapping yeah. about you gotta check out this podcast man it's awesome oh <laughs> uh, it's first episode they're failing all over the place <laughs> that's how we learn that's and that's how we learn that's how we learn well thanks for joining us everybody this is rob i'm liam and we'll figure out an outro later yeah <laughs> <laughs>